0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back for another episode of the Getting Blitzed Fantasy Football Podcast, hosted as always by your commissioner and your reigning champion. Uh, maybe off to a struggle, but the trophy's still here with Daddy, so don't y'all worry about that. Uh, we are rolling right along here. We're already starting week four tonight, Thursday. We got the Packers and uh, the Eagles. In Green Bay at Lambeau Field should be a good one. Probably not because it's Thursday night football, but that's regard. That's kind of uh, irrelevant is what I meant to say. But uh, either way, um, let's see what we got going on this week. We got uh, a name change and uh, Danny Dimes and the boys is taking on Harry Twatter. Then we got Getting Lucky taking on Los Gauchos. We got um, the Salty Pretzels taking on Big Black Ditka, and then two battles for first place. Uh, In Division 1, Kiefer is taking on My Nick is Chubbin, and in Division 2, Double Alpha is battling the Shield Dozer, both, like I said, for the rights to first place. Um, So that should be exciting, should be a good week for everybody. Um, Well, maybe not for everybody, but it should be an exciting week right now for everybody because... It's fantasy football season. We're right in the middle of it, baby. Things are going good. Uh, Things are going good. The Texans look good. The Giants look like they actually got a pick right with Danny Dimes. I love to see it. I know y'all do too. Um, There's one thing I do want to mention before we move forward into the preview and the predictions. Um, I just want to mention I do do these on Thursday, which is as late as possible before kickoffs, obviously, and not all lineups are final. I'll make previews and then I'll check back on Tuesday when I'm doing the recap and I see a totally different lineup than I talked about so I'm sorry I do it based on what is in front of me on Thursday today while I'm doing it so I just want to preface that I want to get that out of the way Um, so set your lineups early pay attention man that's all if it it upsets you no one said anything I just uh, I just wanted to get that out there but without further ado let's move right on into it week four baby (laughs) And the first matchup I will highlight this week is my own And that is Danny Dimes and the boys versus Harry Twatter Uh, ESPN has Harry Twatter winning this one 141 to 134.9 at this point in time Uh, For the quarterbacks, Danny Dimes, uh, the namesake, starts for myself I really liked what he put together versus Tampa I'm not saying he's going to put up 40 points every week. That'd be awesome. But I am starting over Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is playing Thursday night, and I hate Thursday night games. So I don't expect a lot out of him. He's looked kind of shaky. His receivers are banged up. Danny Dimes gets Washington. I think that's going to be a fun start. Then Harry Twatter has Russell Wilson. Uh, Dude is insane. He put up 40 points last week as well, and he gets Arizona, an even better matchup. Uh, He might Slaughter them so bad that they had to stop passing it in the second half, but I wouldn't doubt if they just keep the onslaught on. Uh, Russell Wilson is my pick in this matchup, no question. He is just proven and a division rival they play a lot who hasn't been good for years. I think they'll pick on him. Moving on to running back, uh, Danny Dimes has Zeke Elliott and Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'll say Zeke is good for probably 20 every week now. He's looking solid. He hasn't had that you know, big day yet, put together a Zeke day. I thought last week rest the Dolphins was it, but they let uh, Tony Pollard clean up. So uh, I assume in closer games, Zeke will get those extra 15 carries that Tony Pollard took. So maybe it's coming, but not not yet. He's got the volume, but we'll see what happens Sunday night. Then Josh Jacobs, uh, he needs volume more than anybody, if we're being real here. He's shown he can... He can produce when he gets the ball. He runs with purpose and authority and power. Even got some shiftiness to him, but uh, Raiders are getting, are getting blown out every day. So uh, if he gets the volume, he'll be a solid RB2 for me, but it's a risk I have to take at this point in time. For Harry Twatter, he's got Phil, Lindsay and Austin Eckler. Uh, Phil Lindsey had a great week last week, 35 points. But when you get 21 touches and, or was it, 25? Like 21 touches, 80 yards. I mean, on the season, he's not even averaging four yards per carry. So not having his best year, but, I mean, you know, he still gets the majority of the carries in that offense. And we'll see what he can do versus a tough defense in Jacksonville. He's got great receiving ability. He catches, like, four passes a game. So, I mean, he's definitely reliable. Then Austin Eckler, who, man, he's been killing it. Uh, reports star Melvin Gordon is – actually in the chargers facility right now they're holding a press conference this afternoon he obviously will not play this weekend so eckler gets one last hurrah and it's versus miami and versus me of course but i'm sure he'll have a a uh a role going forward but i don't think he's gonna see what he's been seeing but for this week uh, he might be the top running back. So I will take Eckler and Lindsay over Elliott and Jacobs just because I trust Lindsey's floor more than Jacobs because of his receiving ability. On to wide receiver, Danny Dimes. Uh, his boys include Michael Thomas and Mike Evans. I think New Orleans really needs Michael Thomas. Uh, he needs to start stepping up. He needs to catch his seven or eight passes a game. He needs to find space. Uh, they can't just rely on Austin or Alvin Kamara, while they absolutely will, <laughs> but he's... He's a, he's a important piece for New Orleans, whether Drew Brees or Teddy Bridgewater is out there. And he's got a really good floor, so I expect him to do what he does. And then Mike Evans, he's finally healthy, and he showed it off last week. He had a slow start in the first two games and then torched my Giants for like 190 yards, three touchdowns, and he killed them. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that every week, but I, I do think he holds that ability each and every week. And he'll have he'll have a much higher floor going forward. The Rams, uh, they're a pretty good defense, but mostly in their front seven. So hopefully he can exploit them a little bit. Harry Twatter has Tyler Lockett and Will Fuller. Well, for right now, Will Fuller's in there, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, then Tyler Lockett, could he do it three times in a row? I mean, he's got 10 and 11 catches in back-to-back games. And he's been a really shorthanded option for Russell Wilson. Again, if they're blowing Arizona out, he might not uh, be so used, be used so much in the second half. But I like Kyler Murray's grasp on that offense. I think they're getting better every week. This could be a little more competitive than people think. So I think he could keep it rolling. Maybe not 10 catches, but he should have a solid day. Then Will Fuller, uh, if they're playing Carolina, not a strong secondary. This is a boomer bust play. But uh, he's a great player to hit that home run, and this is a good defense to get it against. He catches 160-yard touchdown. It's already worth it. So uh, I actually really like that play. But I still think Michael Thomas and Mike Evans are the better receivers here, and I'm going to take them in this matchup. On to the tight ends. Danny Dimes' boys are Vernon Davis this week. Uh, With George Kittle on by, I had to just kind of get a dart throw. I wasn't willing to give up much off my bench to pick up a one-week rental. So I picked up Vernon Davis. Uh, The Giants have a bad linebacking group. So maybe he could exploit it a little bit, even though he's fucking 40. But, yeah, we'll see. It's a dart throw. Then Ertz, uh, already an elite target. He's had some ups and downs. But with them getting a little more healthy, Alshon Jeffrey's supposed to play tonight. It should take a lot of the pressure off of Zach Ertz and let him do his thing. Uh, I think he'll kill Green Bay this evening, actually. So, yeah, he's my pick for tight end. Then on the flex. Uh, I got Hollywood Brown, another hopeful big play uh, for me. I need him to hit pay dirt. I need him to run through Cleveland like Cooper Cup did last week. But we'll see. Uh, he had nine targets last week against Kansas City, but only turned it into two catches. He's got big playability, so uh, I need it to win this game without a tight end. Then Henry Twatter has Devonta Freeman. Who's, I mean, he's still a workhorse in that offense. He's getting all the carries. He's not producing... Like he's used to, but volume is king in fantasy football, and Devonta Freeman getting sixteen touches—I mean, you're not mad about that. That's a good offense to get in the goal line. You know he's getting the ball, so uh, I actually do like Devonta Freeman just because running backs tend to have higher floors. I think Hollywood Brown's got a much higher ceiling, but uh, they don't always get there, obviously. So I will pick Devonta Freeman, and I'm gonna agree with ESPN here. I think Harry Twatter takes a W here, sending. Ooh, Me into a deeper depth, but we'll deal with that next week. I'm looking at the benches. A couple of bye week week problems. Le'Veon Bell and George Kittle. It's not a huge deal, really, but, you know, um, it's the first week four. It's an early bye. However, uh, there's not much else to say on the bench. Uh, I'm benching all Philly, Miles Sanders and Carson Wentz. And then uh, Harry Twatter's got a handful of receivers, man, Stephon Diggs, John Ross, DK Metcalf, Miko Hardman. But uh, we'll see what happens. I, I think Harry Twatter takes the win here, though, and improves to, I believe, 3-1. And, and on to the second matchup. Uh, Getting Lucky versus Los Gauchos. ESPN has Getting Lucky winning this one 140.4 to 138.3. Uh, at the quarterback, Getting Lucky has Deshaun Watson. Los Gauchos with Jared Goff. Uh, Deshaun Watson is already an elite quarterback, uh, especially for fantasy purposes. Well, mainly for fantasy purposes. But he's really good, and he's going to put up numbers, I think. I said Carolina's secondary was weak. They have Luke keekley who's always tough but I really think he's good enough to uh, make do with that. He might not use his legs so much this week, but the arm talent is real, and I expect him to produce. Uh, and Jared Goff, I think he's kind of due for a big day. I don't know if this is it. Uh, Tim Bay just got trounced by the Giants quarterback, rookie quarterback, but Jared Goff's got a lot of good weapons, so he could be due any week. But until he shows that, I'm taking Deshaun Watson in this one. Then at the running backs, uh, Kerryon Johnson, he's going to need to be the receiving back that they think he is this week, because I do not expect the Lions to ever sniff the lead in this one. So, uh, Kansas City should be blowing them out. So, I think Kerryon Johnson has the ability. I mean, he's caught only five passes this year, but he is their receiving threat. I mean, maybe Ty Johnson steps up this week. I don't know, but... I'm a little iffy on carry-on. He's going to need to get in the end zone this week to be useful. Uh, I could say the same for Aaron Jones tonight on Thursday night, actually. Uh, He's just so clearly the best running back in the Packers' offense. And Matt LaFleur comes out after every week and is like, we need to get Jamal Williams more touches. Like, what the fuck, coach? (laughs) You're way off on that one. I think Aaron Jones is awesome. I think he could probably score again tonight versus Philly. So I like Aaron Jones. Los Gauchos, uh, Alan Kamara, and Leonard Fournette at the running back. I think Kamara, with the injury to Saquon Barkley, has overtaken uh, the sole elite tier where only one player belongs. (laughs) Saquon was there, but without Drew Brees and without Saquon, I think uh, Alan Kamara fits that bill. 40 points was a great game last week. Mm, Won't do that every week, but I could see 30 being a weekly thing for him right now. And Leonard Fournette. Uh, I like Leonard Fournette, too. He benefits a lot from Gardner Minshew. Um, defense has got to actually pay attention to the Jacksonville passing game for once. <laughs> Could open up some lanes for him. He, he He's a really good red zone option, too, to pound the rock in inside the five. So I would definitely take Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette in this one, no doubt. Um, I just don't really trust Kerryon Johnson that much. Then at wide receiver, uh, getting lucky, he's got... DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones, I still think this is the elite of elite pairings. I think it's going to win you a lot of days, and today's going to be one of those days, I think. Uh, D-Hop is just so due for a monster day, one of those 180s and a pair of scores, you know, just going over somebody's head. So I think he's going to put up big numbers against Carolina's weaker secondary. And Julio Jones, uh, he's got a tougher matchup than everybody likes to think. Tennessee's got a good defense. Kevin Byard, mans the back there pretty well. I believe he was a pro bowler last year. So I don't think he's going to keep the huge days that he's been putting up these last two weeks. I mean, in the last two weeks, he has 13 catches for 134 yards and three touchdowns, or excuse me, 234 yards and three touchdowns. So I don't know about all that. Maybe seven for 75. I don't think he scores, but a solid day for him, no doubt. On the other side, Los Gauchos has got Brandon Cooks and Christian Kirk. Uh, Brandon Cooks is always a threat. He had a big game last week because Los Gajos needed him to have a big game last week to beat me. But he did it. Uh, he seems to be moving up the pecking order in that offense. They seem to be really looking over Robert Woods lately. So um, he's their big play guy, and if anybody can scheme, it's Sean McVay. So I'd look for a couple of deep ones to Brandon Cooks in this one. Then Christian Kirk, I mean, he's, he's in a great spot. You know, Arizona throws the ball a fucking lot. And he catches a lot of his passes. I haven't seen any kind of elite talent from him. He's not, you know, going to turn this into a 200-yard game. But very solid situation he's in. However, uh, I do like D-Hop and Julio in this one and in most ones. <laughs> All right, moving on to the tight end. Uh, you know, Austin Hoover could have another big day. Um, they're in Atlanta, so when they play in that Superdome, or in Superdome, <laughs> in the, what, where do they play? I'm not even sure what it's called. When they play at home, they're much better because Matt Ryan is a much better indoor quarterback. So I think he could have another solid day on about two touchdowns. Like I said, Tennessee's got a solid D. Then O.J. Howard, he gets the Rams. Not not a great matchup for him, but he has become much more involved. And I think he will be needed. Uh, Chris Godwin hasn't practiced yet this week, so he'd be the number two option there behind Mike Evans. So um, with that being said, I think I will take O.J., That's close, but I'll take O.J. Howard in that one. Then on to the flex. Um, man, uh, getting lucky, he's got Sammy Watkins, and Los Gatros has got Wayne Gallman. Uh, Sammy Watkins has a low of five catches in a game this year, which is fucking awesome. He's got great potential. He plays with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So that's, um, that's just a recipe for success. I like him a lot so far. As long as Tyreek Hill's still out. Then Wayne Gallman, uh, he could see RB one numbers as far as touches. I think he'll get the ball in his hands twenty times on Sunday. What he does with it is up to him. The offensive line is not bad anymore. It's not great, but it's it's uh, it's, it's workable. You know he should be able to succeed. I don't see him putting up big numbers though. Um, I will take Sammy Watkins in the flex here, and I'm gonna stick with ESPN this one too. I got getting lucky beating low scouts here. Uh, should be close, but I do. Um, On the bench, let's see, getting lucky. uh, Eric Ebron and Carlos Hyde might work their way in eventually. Ebron's got a good matchup. Then Los Gauchos, uh, waiting on Tyree Kill to get back. Rough to see Alshon Jeffries uh, come back from injury on a Thursday night. You don't want to play him there. But I think Montgomery's got a lot of uh, potential there for you. Still, I will take getting lucky this week to win. (coughs) Our third matchup this week is a battle for first place in Division One. We got Kiefer taking on My Nick is Chubbin, and currently ESPN has Kiefer winning this one, one fifty point nine to one forty two point eight. At the quarterback, we got a great quarterback battle. Uh, they both have good matchups. Dak Prescott gets the Saints for Kiefer, and then My Nick is Chubbin has Pat Mahomes versus Detroit. Now, while they're both great and they're both putting up top-tier numbers, no one puts up numbers like Patrick Mahomes. So I'm taking Pat Mahomes in this one. (laughs) I think Dak is going to keep it rolling. He's played really well, and New Orleans isn't that strong on defense. But Pat Mahomes is probably going to throw four or five touchdown passes and 400 yards, so got to roll with Mahomes here. Moving on to the running backs. Uh, Moving on to the running backs. Uh, Kiefer has Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Uh, It's probably the best duo in the league. Now, they both have tough matchups this week. Uh, CMC sees Houston, who's always a tough front seven. They got really good linebackers and this dude named J.J. Watt. And Dalvin Cook sees the Chicago Bears, who have really good linebackers, and this dude named Khalil Mack. But I think they're both going to be fine because they're elite players. Uh, maybe you downgrade them a little bit. You don't expect Cook to put up another 30-point day. <laughs> but I think they're both good for you know, 18 to 20 points. I don't see why not. They're, just, they're so good. They get all the opportunities inside their offenses. So I really like them both here. <clears throat> then for my Nick is Chubbin, namesake Nick Chubb and uh, Sony Michelle now uh I really like Nick Chubb. I think he's just so important to that offense, especially with Baker mayfield's struggles uh he's been seeing pretty good volume and uh, he's he's their guy he He catches passes out of the backfield they're down a tight end, so he's kind of the dump off guy now i I really do like him and then uh sony michelle that's that's a tough one he's I was very confused last week when he only saw nine carries in the absence of James White. Now, they did beat the Jets pretty handily, but that's precisely why he should have seen more than nine carries. Maybe they're just saving him for tougher matchups. Buffalo might be that. Buffalo's a surprisingly good team, and they have a very good run defense. But I still think you play for the Patriots, and he gets all the goal line carries. So um, solid play, but I'm still taking CMC and Dalvin Cook in this matchup, no question. Uh, On to wide receivers. Kiefer's got Adam Thielen and Kenny Galladay. I think Adam Thielen's finally going to see some volume when Chicago shuts down. Not shuts down, but slows down the Minnesota run game. They have barely thrown the football this year. When they do, Kirk Cousins does not have an $84 million arm. That I tell you. But I think he sees more volume, so that definitely helps his case. And then Kenny Galladay... Uh, I think he's the same way. They play in Kansas City. I expect them to be down by 21 in the first quarter. So slinging the ball is what Matt Stafford is going to have to do. Um, we'll see how successful he is. These guys are both pretty good uh, wide receiver twos, but no real elite talent shining through here. On to my Nick is Chubbin. He's got Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. Uh, Adams, uh, he's they're expecting him to get the ball in his hands more after last game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers came out and said we need to use him more. We need to get him the ball. And the coach came out and said the exact same thing. I agree. So uh, maybe it's not tonight because Thursday, or maybe they had a short game plan. They said, fuck it. Devontae Adams is our game plan. Um, I think he's still a wide receiver one, but I haven't seen a big day out of him yet. And he's not seen the end zone. Then Keenan Allen, he might be the wide receiver one this week. Uh, He's getting eight catches a game. He sees all the red zone targets, and he's playing Miami. So uh, I expect a huge day from him, and because of that, I'm going to pick Allen and Adams in uh, this matchup. Moving on to the tight end, Uh, Kiefer picked up Will Disley, and my Nick is chubbin' has Delaney Walker. Uh, Disley was a great add for Kiefer, as Vance McDonald has come down with some phantom shoulder injury. I don't know what happened, but he's out, and uh, he snagged Will Disley from right under my nose because I... Just had to get Danny Dimes off the waivers. But either way, uh, it's a good pickup. They're playing Arizona. So I believe he's caught three, maybe four touchdowns this year. He's got three touchdowns this year. So 11 catches in his last two games. Great volume for a tight end. Uh, But Delaney Walker, man, he just keeps on producing. He has surprised me week in and week out. Atlanta is not a strong defense, I think. And they just lost Keanu Neal. So I think he has a pretty big day ahead of him. I will take Delaney Walker in this one, actually, just... I just feel like he's more important to the pass game for his team. Then at the flex, man, Jesus, keefer has got Mark Ingram, who's a running back one. He's a top five running back right now. Scored three tighties last week. Um, Cleveland isn't the best team for running backs. They got a really strong front seven. That's definitely their strength. But he's really good, and he's going to run the ball 20 times. So I expect a, another good day from him. And then my Nick is chubbing with uh, Sterling Shepard in the flex, and he's looked good with Danny Dimes. They had a good little connection going on. Uh, I think his stock has drastically improved with a new quarterback, but I'm still going to take Ingram. as He's a top-five scoring running back. <laughs> so all in all, uh, I am taking my Nick is chubbing and going against ESPN in this one. That's um, my first pick against the spread this week, but I'm doing it. Moving on to the benches, Um, Kiefer has a lot of good wide receiver depth. I mean, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, when he gets healthy, Nelson Aguilar has been playing solid in the absence of his teammates. Um, So he's got some good options on bye weeks or if injuries come up. Then my nick is chubbing, bye week for his San Fran players. Looks like Damian Williams is hurt Uh, still. He's not practicing yet this week. He might come in and fuck that whole backfield up with a committee. Who knows, but for right now, he's out. And then, uh, DJ Chart, he's looked real good for for the Jags and Gardner Minshews balling, so it could be a nice little sort of future connect. But all in all, taking my neck is chubbing this week. Next in line is the other first place matchup for Division Two, and that pits Double Alpha against the Shildozer. Uh, ESPN has Double Alpha winning this one 140.2 to 135.5 At the quarterback, uh, that's a pretty good matchup Double Alpha's got Lamar Jackson And the showdozer has uh, Timeless Tom Brady They both have great matchups Lamar gets a Cleveland defense that was just picked apart by the Rams And Brady gets Buffalo, who he's killed for going on 20 years now <laughs> Uh, this might be a push, actually, because while Cleveland isn't that easy, uh, with Lamar Jackson's legs, he adds a lot of value to his fantasy prospects. And Tom Brady should sling 300 yards today or Sunday. I don't see why not. So we're going to push the quarterbacks and move right on to the backfield where Double Alpha has James Conner and Joe I-Punch-Women-in-the-Face mixing. And Shildozer has Marlon Mack and Royce Freeman. Uh, James Conner... Has been underwhelming at best this year. Uh, he has not produced very well, and without Big Ben, it didn't get any better. I mean, he's only topped out at 13 carries for 43 yards. That was his best game. Uh, he is their best running back, so he'll get the touches, but without Big Ben, the offense is just not as scary. And then Joe Mixon, I mean, just such a piece of shit, but he's healthy. He's gonna get the carries, he's gonna put up yards, pip. Pit, yeah, Pittsburgh's defense is not uh top notch, we'll say. They did add Micah Fitzpatrick, but that seems like more of a future prospect than let's dominate this season. So I think Mixon actually has a real good day. Uh Show Dozer, Marlon Mack, and Royce Freeman. Uh Marlon Mack, I think he's got a big day ahead of him. Oakland is pretty bad at playing football on all sides of the ball. Uh John Gruden's just a fucking moron. So congratulations to him. Uh, but, yeah, Oakland sucks. I think Marlon Mack is going to seal this game away. He'll probably have a 100-yard day. I'm sure he'll find the end zone in this one. Then Royce Freeman, man, uh, I'm not, uh, so, not thinking so much for Royce. He's definitely the second-best back in their running back uh, by committee. And he got outshined last week in a big way. I mean, he got 15 carries and only put up 63 yards. And he got 15 points, solid hats off. But uh, Jacksonville is much better. And I think Royce Freeman's pretty quiet. And for that reason, I will take Joe Mixon and James Conner in this match. Moving to the wide receiver, Double Alpha's got Cooper Cup and scary Terry McLaurin. Uh, Cooper Cup has been a target hog, and he's in an elite offense, one of the best in the league. He's got, what, 18, 23 catches already this season. The last two weeks, 220 yards combined. I think he just keeps on steamrolling against Tampa Bay, who just got burned by the rookie quarterback, Danny Dimes. I really like Cup this week. And uh, scary Terry McLaurin, man. He's the only player ever in his first three games to catch five passes and a touchdown. So he's clearly the top target out in Washington. That doesn't mean a lot because Case Keenum is bad. Maybe when Haskins gets in there, it's a little bit better. But uh, we'll see when they're willing to put Haskins in there. They didn't. They don't seem to have the urgency the Giants did. So. Then on the other side, Sotozer has T.Y. Hilton and Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, T.Y. Hilton hasn't practiced yet this week. Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's just nursing the injury and he'll still play. But if he does play, he's got a really good matchup. Again, Oakland is pretty fucking bad. So uh, if T.Y. plays, great play. But if he's hurt, I don't think he's going to show up. Then Fitzie, Ooh, man, I love Larry Fitzgerald this season. He's finally got a good quarterback and a coach who wants to throw the ball 100 times. Seattle's a good defense, but Fitz is going to see seven to eight targets. So I definitely like his floor for the rest of the season, but for today as well. Uh, still, though, I'm taking Cooper Cup and Terry McLaurin in this one. Moving to the tight end, this is a nice elite matchup. I mean, Darren Waller had 13 catches last week, and Travis Kelsey is the best tight end since Gronk. So we'll see what happens. Um, Oakland should be losing again, so (laughs) I'm sure he'll get plenty of looks, but Travis Kelsey is the best option they have in the best offense in football. But I'm just going to push it with what Darren Waller has been doing. I mean, Derek Carr seems to only have eyes for Darren Waller. At least that's what it looked like last week. So uh, we're going to push this at the tight end. Moving to the flex. Uh, Double Alpha's got Chris Carson, and the Shield Dozer has Robert Woods, who he picked up off the waivers from Double Alpha. I know because I had a claim placed. (laughs) But uh, Chris Carson, for some reason, is still being trusted in that offense. He fumbles the ball uh, just about every week, it feels like. But he's got the potential. They should be winning this game. Arizona is bad in all aspects, including run defense. So I do expect Chris Carson, who has the trust of his uh, coaching staff, to get the fifteen or more touches and uh, really, really excel. Then Robert Woods, uh, he's the odd man out, man. I talked about Cooper Cup. I talked about. um, I guess maybe I haven't. No, I have. Uh, I talked about Cooper Cup and I talked about um, Brandon Cooks already. Robert Woods seems to be the odd man out in Los Angeles for the Rams. they got a lot of mouths to feed. They're feeding two running backs. Uh, Jared Goff is not as good as they had hoped, so he's not slinging the rock. <laughs> but he's always got the ability to. I mean, if they start focusing on Cup and Woods or Cup and Cooks, Woods sneaks out the back. Uh, that offense is too good to count him out. But I will take Chris Carson because running backs are usually superior as far as their floors go. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with ESPN, and I'm going to take Double Alpha in this one. And moving on to the bench, uh, Double Alpha has just got a ton of pass catchers. Tyler Boyd, Allen Robinson, MVS, then Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, uh, a lot of good players there. So uh, if anybody falls short, he's definitely got the people to replace him, you know, especially if Scary Terry doesn't pan out or if he ever wants to flex him. Then uh, shit stack or shill you know, Saquon is down, looks like Chris Godwin is down, Adrian Peterson is like 45 years old, uh, man, you're going through players like you go through cars, bro, that's just, you need to slow down, uh, yeah, your bench isn't in great shape, because a lot of people are hurt, taking double alpha on this one. <coughs> And for the final matchup of the day, another name change, uh, the Salty Pretzels versus Big Black Ditka. Uh, ESPN has the Salty Pretzels winning this one, 139.4 to 128.4. Looking a little closer. Salty Pretzels has Kyler Murray at quarterback. Big Black Ditka has Aaron Rodgers. Now, Murray has been getting tons of volume. The Cardinals are usually trailing in their games, so he throws the ball a lot. He's crossed 300 yards twice. He's got multiple touchdowns, and I think all three games, if not two of the three. But on the other side, Aaron Rodgers, man, uh, he's been really efficient. They're winning football games, they're playing well, but he hasn't had the big day. But I still really can't pick Murray over Rodgers at this point in their career, sorry. So uh, Rodgers for the quarterback. At running back, uh, the Salty Pretzels has David Johnson and Derrick Henry. Uh, David Johnson is basically playing wide receiver right now. He's got over five catches in two games. He's putting up numbers at that position. He's also you know, taking 10 to 15 hands off. So he's got plenty of volume. So I, I do think he's going to be just fine against Seattle. It doesn't really matter who they play since he catches passes out of the backfield. He's a true three-down back. And then Derrick Henry, man, I mean, he's got 15 or more touches in every single game. He scored a rushing touchdown in every single game. Uh, It seems Tennessee finally decided to let this man take over the backfield like it should have happened two years ago. Uh, So I really like him today or this weekend. Atlanta's, I mean, not an amazing defense, but they should be winning this game. But I think Derrick Henry still gets his touches and probably his touchdown. On the other side, uh, Big Black Dicka has Todd Gurley, who's in a pretty bad matchup. Tampa Bay has actually stifled running backs. But he's coming off a 14 attempt, 43 yards. I mean, eight points is not what you wanted out of Todd Gurley last week. Like I said, Tampa's a tough front, so I'm not putting too much stock in him right now. Maybe there are better days ahead, but his usage is just so limited. They really do want to keep him fresh. Then uh, Shady McCoy comes in as the second running back for Big Black Dicka. and he's the top running back in Kansas City right now. I mean, Damian Williams is hurt. They gave Darrow Williams a chance. He played pretty well, but he only got most of his chances after Shady went out. So as long as Shady plays this week, and I believe he practiced in at least a limited capacity Wednesday, so probably practiced in a more capacity today, I expect him to lead that backfield. Uh, however, I still will take David Johnson and Derrick Henry in this matchup. Moving to wide receiver, Salty Pretzels has Juju Smith-Schuster and Julian Edelman. Uh, Juju really, really needs a prove-it game. Uh, he hasn't played great this season. He hasn't topped 100 yards yet, hasn't even gotten 85 yards yet. Now, he did have a nice 70-yard score that salvaged his week last week to get him to 20 points, but uh, without Big Ben, he has taken a dip, and without Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, I mean, the defenses can focus solely on him now, so we'll see where he goes as far as the rest of the season. Cincinnati has allowed a ton of yards to wide receivers, so I do think he has a good week in him. Then Julian Edelman, uh, another target hog, and for a team like New England, that's a huge uh, position to be in. He got banged up a little bit last week, but he's practiced again this week. He's back. He looks healthy, apparently. So, Buffalo is a team New England has torched for a long, long time. I don't see it changing. On the other side, Big Black Dick has got Odell Beckham Jr. and Amari Cooper. Uh, Odell has been the most consistent piece for the Browns. He's getting his five or six a game. If they can get him some more targets, I think he needs more volume. He, I think you need to throw him the ball 10 to 12 times a game, let him get those 7 to 10 catches, and really do damage. And he gets Baltimore, so I do think that's a tough defense. I think they're going to have to try and hog him the ball if they want a chance. Then Amari Cooper, he had an MRI on his foot, came back negative, but just being cautious with him from what I can tell. But he has been killing it this year. That Dallas offense is on fire. Uh, They finally play a good team this week, though. So uh, maybe he doesn't have 120 yards and two scores, but still a solid floor as he is the number one guy there. However, hmm. I still can't trust Juju Smith-Schuster yet. I'm going to take Big Black Dicka with Odell and Amari Cooper at wide receiver. Then at tight end, uh, Salty Pretzels has Evan Ingram, and Big Black Dicka has Jared Cook. Evan Ingram was Danny Dime's number one dude. They connected six or seven times. He had over 100 yards, scored a long touchdown. Uh, They plan to get him the ball a lot. He's a nice little safety blanket for Danny Dimes. so I think he's going to have a great season. Then Jared Cook, uh, he's trash, absolute garbage without Drew Brees, he's useless. So I'm taking Evan Ingram there. Then at the flex, a battle of receiving running backs. Salty Pretzels has James White back from his child's birth. And Big Black Ticka has Chris Thompson. I don't think that uh, the Redskins will be trailing the Giants at all if they do. They wouldn't be by a lot. So I don't see Chris Thompson having a big role in this game, but James White has carved out his, his role in that, in that New England offense. Uh, he catches passes. He's the red zone guy. They really like him. I think he'll have a good game against Buffalo. So I'm taking uh, Salty Pretzels in the flex, and with that and a 3-2 margin, I'm taking Salty Pretzels in this game. I think ESPN is correct. I think Salty Pretzels takes home a W this week and sends Big Black Dicker to an 0-4 hole. Moving on to the benches here. Let's see. uh, Salty Pretzels has AJ Green just waiting for him to come back. And Emmanuel Sanders is still somebody he could throw in the lineup at any time. Back to, or had a bad week this week. Two catches, 10 yards. I mean, you expect better from him going forward. Then Big Black Dicka. Man, Melvin Gordon's coming back. Uh, That's very exciting. Maybe help your roster out a little bit. You got Njoku on the IR. And uh, Deshaun Jackson is hurt. So it's been rough. But for this one, I got Salty Pretzels. All right, all right, that is my week four preview. Uh, I got Harry Twatter beating Danny Dimes in the boys. I got uh, Getting Lucky beating Los Gauchos. I got My Nick is Chubbin beating Kiefer. I have Double Alpha beating the Shit Stacker, uh, the shildozer, And I got uh, the Salty Pretzels beating Big Black Ditka. Uh, hopefully we got a good week from the Texans and Giants ahead of us. I know we all enjoy our teams doing well, as well as our fantasy units. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of battles for first place. I think it's pretty exciting to see who's going to take over or who will be in first place at the end of the day on Monday. That's a that's something fun to look forward to. I like having these battles for positioning so early in the year. Uh, I look forward to my matchup this week too, Harry Twatter. So see if I can pull a dub out. Have a good week, boys.